Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Blank. Denver's back, back again. The cryptozoology is probably one of my favorite subjects. Look, so I actually came across, um, there's a site, Denver, you can go to. It's called Academia or ResearchGate. They're like these research institutions. Try looking mm-hmm. up anything to do with cryptozoology or anything like that. You'll have like people that are like, it's against my religious beliefs. I'm like, what are you talking about here? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, it's, it's weird, man. There's a, there's a lot of weird stuff out there about it, but uh, yeah, like, like on that site, academia, you're talking about, there are a couple papers out there. Like one guy, uh, Scott Martis, who died recently, he's got a, he's got a few papers you know, about lake monsters um, on that site that you can download for free. So I would encourage people to check those out. That's probably one of the biggest cryptids besides Bigfoot out there is anything to do with the lake. I think it's just because there's so much out there that there's not really you can't really say that there's nothing or there's not this or not that. They just found a scorpion. I think you're the one that posted the article about it that I read. That was like, what was it like the size of like a car seat or something like that? It it was something stupid, man. (laughs) It was like. It was like something I would never want to run into, you know, and then, uh, not really cryptozoology related, but I, I was, uh, I posted an article, uh, in Egypt, I, I guess all these, uh, massive rains, uh, brought all these scorpions out of the ground. And I mean, like, like not just a few scorpions. I mean, it was almost like, like a biblical plague where these scorpions were just overrunning the place and stinging people, you know, they had to, um, like make room in hospitals and stuff for all these people coming in with scorpion stings, just, just some crazy stuff going going on, man. Yeah. My Egyptologist uh, friend was telling me about that. And I was like, you got to think though, like those all come from somewhere. Like, do you believe in like that? Maybe some of this ancient history or some of his myths might have like a sense of truth to it. Cause I mean, I don't think people are that creative in a lot of these aspects. I think that's probably what gives Bigfoot one of its biggest arguments. Unless, I mean, even with, um, any monster that was created in a film, they're created from our dreams and you, your brain can't create new faces. It just takes in bits mm-hmm. and pieces of things that it's seen. And I was like, so these have to come from somewhere. Now, do I think there's a tablet that predicts like everyone did before 2012 that the world was going to end on the Mayan calendar? No, no, I don't think it's like that, but I think it's it, it leads to something. I think it's a sliver of something that we've just over the years, over the transcribing of texts and different misinterpretations and kind of how everyone's ran off and did their own thing with it has kind of been lost in a way. So I start to wonder, like, is there other keys to this earth? Hey, maybe even in the Vatican archives. I mean, there's a lot of information down there. They might have secret stuff about this earth that might actually be a key to maybe society in a way. Yeah, I would, I would, uh, I would venture to gamble that, that, uh, you know, a lot of people, uh, talk about the governments, knowing, knowing things and stuff like that. But if, if I had one place, you know, that I could just have unfettered access to, that's the place that, that it would be, you know, because they, they've been collecting stuff for centuries. Right. And, uh, you know, they're, they're really, you know, they're as powerful as, as any government on earth. The Vatican's its own country. That's the, yeah. See, there's just know. stuff I start poking holes in where I start wondering, like, how much uh, are, are we maybe keen on? Or, like, I think there's two realms of thought is people don't want to think that, like, the government or these to- types of corporations are as powerful as they are. And then some people think they might be too powered up. And I'm like, I feel like there's a healthy middle. But I started questioning more when I started finding out that Disney had, like, investments in all these corporations where I'm like, why are you invested in that? Like, why does Disney have a thing with Pfizer? I don't know. But I did not know that the, the show that makes The Little Mermaid or the movie The Little Mermaid will be dealing in these types of realms. And now it just has me questioning more and more and more where I'm going around getting people's thoughts. I'm on that academia site. I've been getting really into like because there's categories for like metaphysical. But then if you look up anything like Flat Earth or Younger Dryas Theory or any of these types of like kind of global evolutionary changes, there's just a large stern standing is that like, no, this is what happened. This is this. It can't be anything else. I'm like, well, I mean, evolution, at least I thought that we came from apes or we evolved from apes. A lot of people go, no, that's 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 conspiracy. I'm like, what the hell's a conspiracy? Like something you don't agree with now. Yeah. Yeah. And and that that's to me is is the scary thing. You can't um 
you know, you just can't question anything anymore. Right. I mean, you can't, you can't ask any questions without, without being shut down. I mean, you've, you've seen so many people being deplatformed and, and things like that, just, just because they ask questions against the official narratives and, and you're especially seeing it with, with this virus and, and the vaccines and things like that. And I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to get into, you know, in, into, into yeah. all that really, but, you know, I mean, I mean, the point is, I think it's, it's scary that, um, you know, that's, that's what, uh, that's, what's being shut down now, any discussion on that, but, uh, you know, who's to say it might be something closer to home later. Right. And, and a lot of these people that, uh, you know, are, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's otherwise reasonable people pretty much fighting for, uh, want to see more censorship and, and things like that. And that's just a, that's just a bad way to go, man. Did you ever see, you know, who Bill Nelson is? Uh, uh, Bill Nelson. I mean, the name sounds familiar, but you know, it's, I, I'm not, I'm not pulling it off the top of my head though. He's so he's in a lot of like the new stuff that's going on with, um, Cause he's the NASA director. So he's been lit up basically okay, all over okay. the place when it comes to this UAP topic type thing. But I'm, I'm going to yeah. show you this real quick. I'm going to share screen this real quick. Um, this is something he talked about that where he wants to discuss cause they're, they're looking at Venus. They find a way to break through. And now look with this, alien stuff i've talked to a lot of people on it i'm getting interested into it because i think this is the first time the government's given anything um but if you listen to this real quick and when we go to mars we're going to continue the search of understanding who we are where we came from and what was before us and maybe foretelling of what is the future does that not make you a little bit skeptical on some things oh i mean like absolutely um ask but, saying about mars where we came from learn a little bit more about ourselves i was like are you what are you saying now because there's a there was a large theory for a long time before we even wanted to storm area 51 two years ago which was the concept of maybe an asteroid hit mars and where those mm -hmm. dust particles that evolved from there now i still am the belief of chimps because i've seen two chimps at a zoo and after five minutes of one of them getting a stuffed animal he started masturbating with it and i was like i know we come from apes a hundred percent because of that little simple thing and i it, it's just it's it has me questioning more where even if we go to like the vaccine part two with fact checkers fact checkers are just people that agree with the same narrative right it, it, that's the weird part is i've never seen a flat earth fact check no. i've never seen a bigfoot uh uh fact check i've never seen any of these things that you could easily say could be a conspiracy and have been widely considered them not saying Bigfoot is, but you know, like the flat earth one, but they, they go, Hey, like, no, we're just going to strictly stick on this topic where I go, I start to question the word fact check. But even when you say fact check, if you say it's a conspiracy or if you say it's not real, then they look at you like, Oh, cause you're the conspiracy one. It's like mm -hmm. that, that you, the words have given them power now. So I'm curious if I'm going to see something about talking more in the realms of cryptozoology, cause that's the whole point of switching it from UFO to UAP was it was going to lump in paranormal. It was going to lump in all those different categories. So I'm, I'm just, I mean, if they're going to tell us that to learn more about our roots, when we're discovering Mars, I'm, wondering if there's anything that they're willing to tell us also that comes to maybe the realms of like a bigfoot or some type of you know creature out there that might just be an, a one-off you know what i mean yeah i mean who knows um like you're saying about the fact checkers i mean these these people if you if you, if you dig into these fact checkers they're they're always of the same political ideologies always i mean you know there there's there are no libertarian fact checkers out there or you know um you know, don't get right, right wing conservative type fact checkers out there as far as i'm as far as i know i mean i could be wrong but i doubt it you know they're all of the exact same political persuasions they're all of the exact same you know corporate media type bias whatever the you know the corporate media and these powerful uh, social media uh, platforms whatever whatever narrative they're trying to push it's always in agreement with that and then you you know you get in um you know to to the government uh, disclosing or 
you know, some of these things, you know, I'm real skeptical of that. Um, you know, it's like after, after all these years of, of keeping a lid on everything, why, why would they be disclosing things now and whatever they're disclosing? I mean, it could just be misinformation or just a little piece of, of, of truth, probably just to steer public perception in a way of, um, you know, funneling money into some kind of programs that, that they want to start or something like that. I mean, I think like all this UAP stuff coming out, I, I think the end goal, I think there's a little bit of truth in there, but I think there's a whole lot of misinformation there. And I think the end goal is really just to start some kind of, um, you know, probably new black programs with, but this time with, you know, with the public, Oh yeah, that, you know, behind it, you know, whereas before the public would be against things like that, you know, whereas before the public used to be against censorship, you know, they, they can steer the narrative and steer public uh, opinions and things the, the way that they want to. I a hundred percent agree with you. That was what I've said to like every UFO person I've had on the show so far as I've talked about, like, it seems like a push for funding. Um, mostly That's all it is. Yeah. Cause I, there's an interview in 1993 about the AIDS pandemic with a guy named Carrie Mullis and Carrie Mullis is the guy who invented our PCR test. And he talked about Fauci. He talked about Peter Daszak. He talked about basically everybody who's getting in trouble now. And he was like, don't trust any of these people. Like they're not, they're not people you should listen to. And everything he's literally said in this like two hour interview, it's so eerie. I get goosebumps even talking about it because <laughs> it's just like how I'm talking to you. It's just a random guy decided to go meet this dude, do an interview at his house. He's sitting on a wood chair and a rainforest cafe t-shirt. And he's like talking about like all these drugs. He goes, nobody knows what's going on with science. They say, use the science but what science they don't describe it to you they just give you a word and he's just like going into it i'm like this is like the most non-biased i've ever heard and he goes i'm a libertarian i was like all right that's what it is you're 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 middle road i'm middle road as well too um but hearing him talk it was just so eerie where i start looking at things like why are they choosing to disclose all of this now what 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 is the point of this? And then they you see uh, North Korea or whoever China has hypersonic missiles or something mm -hmm. like that. I'm like that's a push for funding. Yeah, you knew that was happening long time ago, but it's a push for funding that you're talking about it now. It's all it is is a money grab, and I think that comes with. They've lied so many times. They've done so much manipulational tactics that it's so hard to find trust. So maybe being outright or giving information, if it might be five years late or 10 years late, it's just going to try and find a way to get morale back again. And it, it has me curious because um, Avi Loeb is an, is an astrophysicist or astronomer, and he was in a recent like interview and I can pull that up as well, too, if you'd like to see it. But he's talking about it like, well, they we know they've created artificial clones and, and he glosses over it and he gets on to the main alien topic or main <laughs> extra dimensional topic. And everyone's like a lot of people for the first time would have been like, what do you mean they have clones yeah. of us? And he goes, yeah, the, he acted like it was nothing. The government's way past that. They cloned a sheep in 1994 or whatever. You think they stopped at a sheep? Really? Come on. Or you think or, or that's the first one you actually heard about. That's the first one they trotted out. I mean, they might have actually done something similar 20 years ago, you know, 20 years, you know, back in the 70s. You, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like they're way advanced. And now, like, it's like, mm -hmm. you know how they say they're 50 years advanced or something like that? Their, their mm -hmm. government's tech is. I feel like yeah. they should have been releasing a bunch of stuff to slowly trickle into what they have now. And they've just been on, the, like, the neglecting side of it for the past 10, 5 years. So they're like, oh, dude, we got to start releasing this stuff. It's like, well, we just went from iPhones to maybe that's why they do an iPhone every two years. I don't know. Conspiracy time there. But I start looking at it like... If they can trick you that way, how easy is it to just start looking through things and being able to recreate things? There was an idea of creating Playatorium Park, which was a mammoth, bringing mammoths back and mm -hmm. having them as a, a reserve in Russia. How easy would it be to be find a way to splice DNA together and create maybe a Bigfoot or create some type of one of these myths or folklores to keep people distracted from something? That's the best bet we would have an opportunity to see one. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, like along those same lines and it just kind of ties back to what we were talking about earlier, how, you know, these plagues in the Bible and, you know, ancient myths come from somewhere. 
I mean, what if some of your old, say, what if some of like your old stories from Greek mythologies, these chimeras and things like that? I mean, what if that is some sort of, um, you know, some sort of an ancient, um, hazy memory of, you know, these genetic experiments that, that we're doing now, you know, what if something were going back on back in, in ancient times or, or things like that? You know, what if there was a civilization, civilization, you know, long before us that were, um, you know, engaging in these type of things? I mean, that, that's the kind of thing. So, you know, I think about, well, um, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm in that realm there with you, but I think the main question you got to ask is, do you think that there's because I'm more in the belief that there's probably ancient things here, like ancient creatures, dinosaur style things like alligators are basically dinosaurs or yeah. crocodiles are dinosaurs. But I mean, something deeper and deeper. I mean, they just found uh, there was dino fish that happened and then they found I, there's another scorpion thing that I was talking about, which was that there was a deep aquatic scorpion. They think that had been extinct for six million years uh-huh. and they just found it. And it's like the size of a car like a driver's mm. seat. It's the size of one of those things. It's fucking huge. And I go, I think there's a lot more deeper down in the ocean because time just distorts differently down there because there's no sunlight to be able to depict what, like if a day passes or not, it's just all mm-hmm. constant blackness. And I wonder if, is it more of the belief that we'll start unlocking more of these things or maybe finding out a Megalodon exists? I have no clue. It's probably deep down in there or something darker or bigger or something older is down there or maybe recreating it through the tech that the government has i mean if they can make clones or if they can make these you know enhanced specimens that's avi Loeb's whole thing was like instead of sending humans into space send these clones send these things that it doesn't matter if a body dies they don't they're not people they're just art mm-hmm. they're recreations that was his whole push yeah. Now, if what that, could go wrong with that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, as long, you have to dumb the intelligence down, give them like a um, happy meal or something to make sure yeah. they're slower. But mm. I, I look at the concept of like, I'm more in belief that there's things here that can probably change the scope of this earth, whether it's an environmental impact or whether there's just a reset that happens to do with something bigger coming out when we unlock that door. But I also think that our inevitable downfall will end up being our own much like every old ancient history civilization possible. It's all been the boiling down to fuse with amongst themselves where they destroy their own progress and completely wipe themselves off the map. Cause old ancient civilizations aren't a conspiracy. That's real stuff that's out there. The idea of Atlantis is a little bit that's on the skeptical side because no one's ever found it, but we have, have we searched everywhere? I mean, that's the thing is that it hasn't been searched everywhere. We're coming across ancient ruins underwater all the freaking time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, I think you're right as far as, uh, you know, us destroying ourselves, but you know, I'm, I, I'm not really of the belief that, uh, you know, it would necessarily be, uh, you know, climate change or things like that, that destroy us. But I think, you know, like you're saying, um, I mean, these guys are openly talking about like, uh, you know, building clones <laughs> and sending them to space. And, you know, once you open up these kind of doors and stuff, I mean, who knows where, um, you know, what kind of bad stuff could start happening with, with things like that going on. There's, um, this you know, is because you know, then what would you be doing too? You'd be, it, you know, if you're creating clones to send them to space, well, guess what? Now we're, we're going to create an army of clones to fight our wars. And, you know, uh, it's easier to dispose a clone body. Yeah. Than- you know, and then so maybe wars would, would, would get a lot bigger in scope and destruction than they are now, right? Cause you're just uh, send an army of disposables over there. I don't know, man, between stuff like that and, you know, some of this AI technology and stuff, you could easily, uh, you know, envision a a scenario in your mind where, you know, maybe we're not around in 500 years. I I love this type of talk because nobody ever wants to get like down this rabbit hole. And I'm like, the Mm -hmm. reason why it sounds crazy is because they haven't, there's never been any of this like this before. This is like revolutionary. And it's like, I don't think it's never been here. I think it's just now we're seeing it because the exposure, like the whole reason social media is really good in an aspect is only because it exposes so much. There used to be a narrative that the media had with the government, which was that they had a reset button at any time. 
the government would be able to reset your life and fix everything. Like it was brand new. Nothing, all that pain you had, no, it, it, it all goes away. The media was really good at distorting that narrative. Then everyone kind of saw it with social media and the amount of individual journalism that exposed it all. It was like, you guys don't have a button that resets it all. And instead of saying they don't, they double down. And that's when it gets worse. And that's where we're in this era right now where everyone goes, you can't trust this. You can't trust that. You can't like, I, I, I'll show you this. Like I, I, me even saying this to you before would sound like a conspiracy if it wasn't this, but this is the oldest scorpion known to science. This was October 29th in, um, or the one article I came across did right yeah. up here. Um, dog sized prehistoric sea scorpion yeah. fossil found yeah. in South China. It's, it, this was uh, October 29th, 2021. It's a scorpion that's the freaking size of a dog, man. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> 443.8 million years ago. Yeah. I mean, you start looking at these concepts of like, we still have a lot left here to do. And mm -hmm. everyone's so worried about going out and trying to figure out where we came from if we did come from another planet, which to me might sound like a little bit of a goose hunt where I start looking at what about what's here that we don't even have understood yet. I mean, is it is there a fear to get off this planet as soon as possible because climate change or maybe something's coming? I have no clue, but I start to understand a little bit more about saying something is out of the realm of possibility that something doesn't exist. I mean, even if you're in Virginia right now, the, the, what is it? Um, Oh God, I have a picture, the Mothman. I have a, a little statue of him in my room. Um, mm -hmm. but the Mothman, is that out of the realm of possibility? I don't think so. Is it, somewhat maybe storied up sure but i think there's a big giant thing that might lead into an aspect of why that story exists in the first place i didn't know maryland had a um a cryptid i would say it's the goat man it's like a scientist yeah. who was in a lab that half spliced his dna with a goat and some i don't know why every single villain has to carry an axe or something but his story <laughs> has an axe in it but i yeah. mean it's interesting because you start looking and understanding more about where these came from was it a fear to keep kids inside of their homes instead of exploring out late at night or partying or doing something like that i have no clue but when we find the conflation of truth mixed with the conflation of what makes a good story is the basis of like what's important to be someone who studies cryptozoology or someone who works in this field because you start to be able to find the lines of when they might have lost a little bit of an aspect of what is actually true because the story sounded so good yeah i mean you and you've got those stories i mean you, you've got those stories everywhere i mean we've got these uh you know, your Maryland goat man, you know, you've got those in Texas, you got them in Kentucky. I mean, it, you got, uh, along the same lines, you know, you got these, um, like pig lady or, or pig man, uh, stories, things like that. And they're, they're kind of all over as well. So, um, you know, these, these moth man, you know, you've got other winged humanoid, uh, type of creatures that have supposedly been spotted you know all over the world so i mean these um these ideas come from somewhere you know do you think that these things still exist like uh, like <clears throat> bigfoot a species of ape the size of like that's the same reason why with the yeti how do they get the same exact descriptions even though they were halfway across the countries or halfway across the world from each other and had no communication to each other they had the same exact descriptions do you think that it's something in a place where maybe there's less people because my buddy who works as um an astronomer in africa he sent me a picture of his observatory you get to see the sky man like stars a mm -hmm. lot of them and i'm like i don't see that at all when i'm down here i'm looking up and yeah. i see one or two and i think one's a satellite and he goes yeah because we don't have a lot of lights so there's not a lot of light yeah. pollution and i just go what else yeah. if i go to alaska or if i go to antarctica Am I going to come across something that might be different than here? Is the air different? Probably clear. But what about something that might be hiding or something that might still be around that everything else, maybe Bigfoot or all these have been wiped off because of us? Yeah, I mean, like, like you're talking about, um, you know, with the sky, um, you know, traveling around uh, last last year, I was down um, down on the Mexican border down at the Big Bend area of Texas and the I mean, you can actually see the, the Milky Way, like very bright and, you know, like, uh, where I'm from in Virginia, even, even if you're, you know, way out in the country, 
you know, the, the stars are, you know, like in the national forest places like that, the stars are much brighter, but you can't see the Milky way like that. There's just so few people and things like that down there. And, you know, you, you can just, uh, you can just drive for, you know, sometimes like 30 miles and not even, not even pass a car. Um, you know, I've been, um, I've been to Peru in the, uh, in the, in the Amazon. And I mean, it's just so vast. And I mean, when I come from there, I, I just thought that anything, I mean, literally like anything, you know, could be hiding in there. It's just so vast, so thick, so impenetrable. I wouldn't be surprised if any kind of undiscovered type of monster or, or creature or something weird that you you can't really even wrap your head around or, or think of could be in there there's just so many places and and even like i said places um you know here in the states that um you know just have so much um, land area and and places that if it's not like off a road or or a trail you know people don't really even venture into and i'm just of the belief that um you know you combine that with with like you were talking about earlier our oceans uh, how unexplored they are I, th I think there could literally be anything you know lurking on our planet i'm not afraid that we've killed it off i'm afraid that we've killed off the curiosity or the doorway to want to explore those types of things because when my buddy sent me that picture and i see that galaxy or that milky way like that i lose my i'm like i get all excited i would like if i was if i was on a vacation right now i could be with the love of my life the kate upton i don't mariah carey <laughs> Uh, I could be right next to her with a pina colada in hand and I would not leave that beach because I will be looking up at the stars and be like, this is the most beautiful thing. And I don't know why I don't have this back home. But when you yeah. get back home and you see that there's only a couple lights in the sky, there's barely anything, you get a disconnect. You get yeah. a kind of a type of thing that, where it's like, I mean, I don't know why people want to explore out there. There's nothing out there or there is stuff out there, but I can't see it. So you don't have the thing to it. Yeah. Same thing with exploring or going camping you know from being outside or having a bonfire outside i know from camping when i was a kid it's you see it you feel it you're around it you love it you experience those moments and you really appreciate just being hearing the crackling of fire hearing i mean just being out in the the air whether it's cold or whether it's hot just that fresh air that really hits you and depending on where you're at how, how many people are in your area you start to see that the air starts to get clearer and i think that gives a discovery for people to want to venture outside of the four walls that they build up inside of themselves and in real in life as well too with their homes it gets very very difficult to have that sense of connection when you completely shut the door and i yeah. think maybe that's why there's not a lot of people that want to explore the oceans is because not a lot of people spend days and days and days upon boats that's why people who go alaskan crab fishing or anything of these types of deadliest catch whatever you want to call it they really have an appreciation for being out on the water and really take care of the water because they work in it. They've been around it. It's now a part of them and it's something that you can lose. And I think maybe a reason why civilization might be lost is on an aspect of, I think people don't really understand their roots. And now I'm starting to think that I think something's keeping the key pieces from us. And I don't know if that's government. I don't know if that's the Vatican. I just think there's an important part of our history that we've lost as a human species and I think they're hiding it because they think that it might be bad. And I'm like, yeah. I don't really want to, I'll take it warts and all, if you understand what I'm saying. Well, and, and, you know, I think, uh, like you're saying, um, uh, there's people don't, uh, you know, want to explore anymore. And, you know, and I think a lot of that is, is magnified by, um, you know, these, these narratives we have that there is nothing out there, you know, I mean, you, you know, anytime somebody uh, mentions a Bigfoot or Lake monster, or, or, you know, you could expand that into, you know, some of the conspiracies that, that we're talking about. I mean, right now we don't have uh, social media fact checkers, uh, you know, flagging your, your Bigfoot posts, right. But they're flagging other posts, asking questions, you know, we're in this, um, you know, we're in this time in our history where, uh, just, just basic curiosity about things going on with current events, uh, it, it is being flagged. You know, you do have social media now 
uh, that that gets away from the mainstream news, but you can see how the the mainstream is trying to control the narrative on social media. And so what you have, you know, people that ask questions and, and people that spend time outdoors and, and explore and search, these people are hard to control, right? Because they ask questions, they think for themselves and you can almost see why there's uh, such a big push to kind of shut that down now, you know? Well, people identify themselves through their social media now and the people that aren't attached to it. Like for me, I only post and I ghost, you know, if I have to reach out to someone, I'll reach out to someone, but I don't need to spend yeah. all my days checking my followers or doing that yeah. hours and hours of minutes just posting or trying to make sure people see that I'm there. Yeah. I don't care if you like a post or not. If you like it, cool. But I'm, I, I like you, so you don't have to like every single one of my posts. I don't expect that you require that from me either. But people invest their time into social media, yeah. which gets, it, it gets hard. It's very weird in today's time because the one thing, okay, so like, um, let's bring up, let's say cancer, for instance, cancer, somebody beats it. You don't give a shit how they beat it, but with the vaccine and COVID, they give a shit how yeah. you beat it. And that's the yeah. weirdest thing to me where I'm like, you don't care if you hear someone cured cancer off of doing eating a banana a day, yeah, whatever, but it worked for them. Right. But this is right. the only thing that we've devised. And I think that's because we let politics step in the side. And that's what happens when you pick teams. Yeah. And that's what's scary to me where I start to wonder, like, this isn't just this. This might be the start, but this isn't going to end here. It's going to no. go on to other things. And I'm very oh. scared of what that's going to end up being. Well, and you and you can see like uh, people that used to otherwise be reasonable. Right. You you. You know, you have something that that scares them and and, and rightly so. I mean, you know, a lot of people have, uh, you know, have, have gotten sick and died from this virus. But the, um, you know, the fear uh, makes people easier to control. And then when you throw in the politicization, right, you know, you got one side doing this, one side doing that. And um, there's there's no room for anybody in the middle, right? That can kind of just be like, well, well, hey, wait a minute, can, or, or or can I just ask? no? You can't ask. You you can't ask. You 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 got to pick your team, right? And then um, it it it's just bad. I think it's going to, you know, and especially with the uh, they've really ramped up the the social media uh, censorship with this, and I think that's definitely going to you know go to other things soon. You know, I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. It's 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 gonna it's gonna get worse. I just wonder because I think every little step or everything goes. This is a major innovation for people, and I'm like, I don't know about that because. It always goes a little bit farther. They see the issue is, is like the reason, like I would like to ban all harmful content online when it comes to someone bullying another person. If you make someone so depressed, they kill themselves. That's horrible. But I can't say that because you can move the goalposts. So you have exactly. to let that be up there. So I, I would be a hypocrite if I said only the bullying stuff. That doesn't make sense. It would, it's a double standard. You gotta, if you gotta have a rule and then it's, I don't want any censorship. If someone's doing it, that's a harmful thing. And hopefully that person doesn't, you know, hurt themselves. But at the same time, if I say that, then that gives them the room to start banning content that they might deem as bullying or they might deem as this, yeah. it might not be at all. It's so, I mean, YouTube, it's hard because the hours of content, but if I read you the YouTube guidelines are standards of things you can talk about, you can't mention any drug, especially the one that starts with an I that works for this, mm -hmm. that that uh, is used for this thing yeah. um you can't they call it horse medicine yeah. you can't mention that you can't mention anything about oh this does this or this does that anything that even talks about the word is just like it's taboo and i'm like you understand it's cre that's creating disinformation in itself and mm -hmm. it's really weird medical misinformation and disinformation are two different things misinformation misinformation means you accidentally said something that doesn't make sense or doesn't go with that yeah. medical information that they have. Disinformi disinformation means you purposely intended to do that. And that's like, it's really weird because I'm, I'm sitting here like the words that you guys say, it might not be a big change, but it, the meaning of it is a very big change. The lettering yeah. is the same, but the meaning is different. Like lockdown and quarantine are, the, are two of the same things, but one sounds aggressive and the other one sounds passive as hell. Actually, yeah. you're a good person if you quarantine. And yeah. I, I get to this point where I'm like, 
this is going to affect other things. This it, is going to yeah. this is going to lead into other people's lives where eventually maybe 20 years down the line, maybe even a couple of years down the line, you're going to have people that are going to be really messed up and not know how to talk or how to even associate with other people because they don't know what their brain has been morphed to now we all agree on the standard of that the reason why we have laws is we all agree that certain actions are bad and you need to pay for those actions but how long until someone's wires get crossed where it doesn't seem like a bad thing anymore because now they're looking at it through this lens because you've brainwashed them into thinking that yeah and and the the thing is is like um it is going to leach over in, into other things. And, and that's been my, my whole problem with all this. Um, and, and that's kind of the fine line you walk in a free society and, and freedom of speech. Right. I mean, there, there, there's a very fine line, but if, if I've got to err, I'm going to err on the side of, you know, being able to say whatever you want, because I think that's far less dangerous than, than having all these rules and, and, uh, you know, people saying what you can and cannot say. And, and then what you always got to look at too, is like, who's like, we'll just use fact checkers as an example, but they, it could be anybody, right. It could be the politicians. It, it could, it could be a police or, or, or whoever, you know, it's like, who's watching those guys, you know? How do you know that, you know, that, that there, how do you know that your, your fact checkers are actually right or, or your, um, you know, your politicians actually have your, your best interest at, at heart, you know? And, and the thing is, is that's going to all change with, with whoever's in power, right? Like the people clamoring for, um, you know, to, to shut down speech now, that's because their side might be in charge. Right. But that can be used against them, you know, when their enemies, you know, become uh, yeah. in positions of power and, and this stuff can be turned inward on, on them and stuff. And so that's, that's kind of where we're, where we're at, or, well, we're not really there yet. <clears throat> Excuse it's me, going but, there. Um, I mean, yeah, I think, I think there. that, you know, if you continue down this path, another 10 years, you know, things might look totally different than they do right now. Well, if you start banning everything and you start labeling things as as certain things that you deem as unfit for people to consume, yeah. then you're not letting people discover this out for themselves. You're not <clears throat> letting people enhance their own experience by understanding. For instance, when you were a kid and you had $20 or something, you would go to the store. You understood like when someone would, you know, if you got scammed or if you paid too much or if you needed more money, you had to go back. Then you learned to start cautioning how you spend your money. You start going, okay, I can buy this or I could buy one of these, or I could buy multiples of these. You start learning because you've been put in this situation rather than your first time when you went there and just blew your $20 real quick. You had more of an opportunity and understanding of how things work. The, all the information out there, the reason why this these flat earth debates, these JFK debates that keep going on is you're not being honest with them. You're not giving them the information that they need, but you're not letting people experience this then. See, there's a weird side where people like daddy. People love daddy there. People want daddy in their life. I used to think, hey, the government should, should provide you health care. But then my buddy kind of brought me in on this. He goes, now, if the government gives you health care and you go and try and sue the government, they gave it to you for free. So what are you suing about? You don't have any <laughs> right to. And I go, fuck, yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah. yeah. Look, people want more government, but we don't even have them as it is. And the parts that they do play really fuck up your life in a way. They don't care. Like I, I had someone at my work come in and literally walk in the door. I was like, how's it going? They're like, yeah, how's your day going? I was like another day, another dollar. And he goes, yeah, but not a full dollar. Uncle Sam gets a piece of that. And I go, that's fucking true, man. There's a death tax. That's how I know the world's fucked. And <laughs> you start getting to this point where you understand like there's essential stuff, but I think people need to understand is that you have to go out on your own. At one point, your kid has yeah. to leave out the door at 18 or do whatever they have to do to go experience their life a mama bird has to push their babies away the government's not your mama bird it's a protector or it's there for you against foreign influences but i think you have to go out on your own and you have to understand you've been on your own already and I think this is what's going to lead into is that if we start disassociating, if we start doing these types of things where there's sides and there's camps and there's all these types of tribal type thinking and you start banning a certain side because it doesn't fit your narrative and you own these giant platforms, then you're going to have people that don't understand that the earth isn't flat. You're going to have people that are going to be putting all these things into banned categories where they start getting into these directions. First of all, I've never seen outside of the earth 
So I've only seen what's on here. So I don't know if it's flat or not. I don't fucking, I don't, that's not a hill I'm going to die on. Yeah. <laughs> but people will be more than happy to. And I think this starts because people already distrust the system as it is. Mm -hmm. And when they say this is bad, you start being like, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, you just, it's going to put cryptozoology in a banned category where there's going to be a lot of people. And I, I think maybe the reason why they would do something like that was because there would be a bunch of stupid kids trying to explore something they shouldn't like the Pope licking monsters on a fucking yeah. bridge. Like that's, yeah. a, that's, that's dumb shit, but someone will do that because you told them not to, I'm the type right. of person you tell me to do something. I'm more than likely probably going to do the opposite. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, to a lot of people, uh, sounding these alarm bells about cryptozoology or this or that might, might sound, you know, kind of crazy to a lot of folks, but I mean, what we're talking about is, you know, the thing with cryptozoology or, you know, you name it, UFOs or this or that. Once you go down this rabbit hole, right. It branches off into all kinds of other stuff, right. You could, you could be studying about a cryptid and go down this rabbit hole and then all of a sudden you're you're over here into ufos or or you're over here into this uh buried treasure tale i mean everything just kind of goes off into all these different directions and eventually you know you could be trying to learn a little bit about bigfoot but the next thing you know you're um you know you're uh down some rabbit hole where it's uh, questioning an official government narrative or something like that and then you figure oh i've been lied to about this uh, what else have i been lied to about and you just branch off onto all these other different things and uh that's going to um you know upset the you know the people that want to control the flow of information do you ever come across things that you can't look into because it's like government blocked or anything like that? Cause like when I look into the UFO stuff, I come across a lot of stuff that's just not there. You know, I, I, I really, as far as uh, like the cryptozoology stuff, no, um, you know, I don't, I'm into UFOs, but I don't really, uh, I don't really go too far into it these days, especially I've, I've kind of took a break from even, really reading up a whole lot on that stuff. And, and, and mostly that's because I've been turned off by, you know, a lot of this UAP stuff. I think that it's mostly just, just BS misinformation. I think, I think going down those avenues is really just going to be a waste of my time because I think that, uh, you know, mo a lot of it is disinformation. A lot of it is misinformation. And ultimately I think the like, like we talked about earlier, the, the big push is just for, for more funding and, you know, more, more wasted tax dollars basically. And so I've just kind of disassociated myself from some of that for the time being. Can I give you my little theory about the guy I showed you at the beginning of the show, Bill Nelson? Yeah, go, go ahead. I think the government decided that they needed like a, a, a like a fake job or a fake thing. <laughs> And they hired somebody to work in a secret category. Like, don't tell them that they're not working in a real thing, but just talk to someone <laughs> and say, I want you to spend all your time looking yeah. into alien stuff. And the guy goes, okay, so you're saying they exist? And he goes, we're not saying that they exist. We just want to monitor some things. And I yeah. feel like they might have gotten this person, and that's why he's able to walk up on stage because he's not an actor. He can't just fake the way he thinks or the way he talks. But I think he fully actually believes the thing that he's saying. So I'm like, either he did accidentally come across something and the government's like, holy shit, he fucking found something. Or he's like just going up on stage and like, let him talk and distract everybody while we do the inner working stuff. I believe that there's a more secret core to this thing. And people wonder like, you mean Illuminati? I'm like, but I don't think it's, I think it's, we see it all the time. It's just people that have enough money to be able to play the system their way. See, my thought is if you have, if you're a billionaire or if you're famous, you can't be rich at the same time. You can't be rich and you can't be famous. Those are two evils that nobody can handle properly. And yeah. I say, I think you need to find it. If you're going to be famous, then you, you should be able to live, but you shouldn't be able to just do whatever the fuck you want. And sadly, there's a weird thing now where people can either be paid off or people have enough credit that they just get slipped right through. And I think it, it rigs the system and then really fucks with people's heads in a way where I start looking at it a little bit more closely. Like, do I believe any of this stuff the NASA guy saying? I don't know. But it's a very weird time where I, I don't look at the core issue that everyone looks at. I look at like, why now?
Why the yeah. fuck are you doing it now when we see Fauci with beagles and you see all this type of stuff going on? Like, it's very, very, it's plotted. Yeah, it is. It, 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 it all is. And, and that's, that's the, that's the thing that, that I, 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 I do the same thing. I always point to it. I, I remember like when this UAP stuff started coming out, you know, and, you know, people are inboxing me. Oh my God. Did you see the, oh, they, David, David admitted it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. But, but duh, I mean, everybody already knew that anyway. Just so, so they, they finally maybe admitted something or released something. That's, that's not disclosure guys. I mean, you, you know, the, the people that were accusing the government for 70 years of, of, of hiding everything are all of a sudden now, you know, thinking that the government's coming clean and, and giving them yeah. the truth. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's, it's laughable. I, it really is. It, it's laughable. And you were just talking about, you know, like Fauci and the Beagles. I mean, it, it's sad, but we're, everything is so polarized now. I mean, these, these awful Beagle experiments, I mean, they, they've been going on for, for decades and decades. They choose Beagles because they're a sweet little docile dog. I, I have a Beagle. Uh, it's horrific. It's, it's, it's not just Fauci. It's universities, uh, you know, uh, it's, the, the, these people experiment on them too. And, and it took, you know, because we're so polarized, right. It, it took people on the right that, that, you know, hate the vaccines or hate Fauci to, you know, all of a sudden they're upset about beagles, but you never heard a word about it before. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? It take we're so polarized and everybody's on this side or that side that, you know, that, uh, something like torture and beagles, you know, isn't even bad until your enemy's doing it, if, if that makes any sense. I feel like the only time you can ever get people to snap out of stuff, and I think this was like the – we usually see like a little bit of breaks or little types of things that snap people out of this trance that they're in. And I think the Beagle thing was probably the longest time we've seen something which finally just surfaced, which was that. Yeah. And I think puppies is like the main thing that shocks everyone out of their fucking yeah. back into the, their state of like, oh, my God, what's going on? Because you become on autopilot. You get so yeah. used to so many things for so long. I think everyone's gotten used to it. It's got, you probably notice it more right now because you're driving from different state to state. You're going from like a different mass mandates there's still some mm -hmm. that are doing those you walk yeah. into a store and everyone's like oh, non-believer yeah. and you're like what yeah. and they're like you gotta wear a fucking mask and you're like i'm sorry i was i'm from fucking florida you know like yeah. i don't know like it, it, yeah, different places think of it differently yeah that that's been that's been one of the craziest thing because we started uh, rv in full time let's see september 2020 and so it was crazy just going from one state to another, right? We, uh, uh, we were in, in Tennessee where there weren't really any mandates, but when we were in Nashville, they're, they're big time. Like you couldn't go anywhere with, without one. So we, we go over to Missouri. There, there's no mandates. You can go you know, pretty much do whatever you want. You're in Georgia. Yeah. There's mandates, but like in Savannah, you know, you, you couldn't go anywhere without one, but then out in the mountains in Georgia, like you, you could do whatever you wanted, you know? And then I, I stayed in Florida, um, you know, for a few months and, you know, I mean, a, people across the country were hating on Florida, but I, you know, but I could tell you like around the Orlando area, things like that. Nah, you, you had to wear one if, if even like, if you wanted to go into Publix, I mean, I guess you could, you could have went in without one, but everybody was wearing them and things like that. And so it's just weird. Not I just can't be from, different. From, yeah, yeah, just from states and, and 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 even within states, like different localities and things. And that's been one of the one of the craziest thing. And then, um, you know, like after you know, after more people got uh, vaccinated and stuff, and in states that I thought I was, you know, you would have to wear a mask to go anywhere you know, they, they lacked up a little bit. So it's, it's been really, it's been really weird as, as far as that goes. So, you know, it's, uh, and, it just, just changes wherever you're at, you know, that's how it started. And then what's gotten to now is literally at this point where you'll see people tweet articles in high hopes of like, up oh, numbers are up again, like just yeah. on it, like a fucking alarm call. And I'm like, it's like, 
it, it's like people are rooting, you know, if like, if you're, if you're pro, um, you know, pro lockdown or pro mask, it's, it's almost like people are rooting for numbers to go up just to say, I told you. So it's that doesn't it seem like that in a lot of cases? It, yeah. Cause I mean, I'm like that with the lab. Like I was so pro pro from it from the beginning, just on a, like, we should fucking look into it. And yeah. then everyone's like, it's a conspiracy. And then once Trump got out of office, you wonder how that narrative flopped around to like, it changed, okay, maybe we should it? look in there. Yeah. Like soon as soon, soon as he left, it changed and it shouldn't be like that, man. It should be like, uh, whatever, you know, wherever the, you know, the, the information leads is, is where you should look. It well, shouldn't they, matter who's in office or who's in charge. I mean, just like they found the receipt for the beagle thing. They, they did the second thing with Rand Paul and Fauci again. And I watched the second one, his hands weren't shaking that time. So you can knock out the fact that he might have a medical condition. He goes, yeah. well, you didn't describe it in the way we did do gain of function, but not in the way that you're saying. And I'm like, yeah, it's fucking legal speak. And I'm like, Jesus, I'm like, he lied, but he's, it's fine. Whatever it is. We're going to move past it. But I mean, t I, the day we're recording, this is the 19th, but today is supposed to be the day that he's supposed to talk about the beagle thing or oh, describe really? what was going on. But I don't know. Um, yeah. I just get to this point where I'm like, man, I love it. How the people that'll sit there and tweet all the bad stuff and love this fear narrative. I think society's starting to really kind of see that there's not just two groups of people anymore. There used to be people that you knew were good. And then there mm -hmm. used to be people that you knew probably had some sin to them, a little bit of bad people. Now it's at this point where there's people that love the fear narrative that just want to watch the good people get scared and the bad people just get more angry. And it's like sparking yeah. up another divide where I'm like, it's very, very strange. And I think it's kind of like when you get to watch like a fight video or something, you get to go, oh, shit, these people are about to fight. It's that anticipation. It's that little bugger of a devil that's inside of us that likes to see that play out and i think that's an issue with a lot of people but it's hard to know that if you're doing that because a lot of people believe exactly what they're being told and i'm like i don't think anything is just like how they say it i'm not a news person they're not news people either they're just people that are spinning a narrative for me i'm just understanding and i'm looking at all things and this is my perspective i'm not saying facts i'm not saying definitive things at all i'm yeah. just trying to sort through everything that's out there and it's so much information where i can understand why people give up yeah yeah and and that that's that's exactly right people do kind of give up and you know it's you just it's it's impossible to, to know what to believe about anything anymore because things are so polarized and everybody's got an agenda you you can't trust anything the media says i mean that that's that's always been the case, but it seems even worse now. You know, you just can't trust anything they say. Do you think they might have, um, like with giants, for instance, do you think that they might have destroyed them or maybe found a, maybe they're hiding something? Because we, I, I remember like when I was in middle school hearing articles about them and reading a lot about them, like it was like in the news, like found this ice man, found this type thing, found these giant bones. Now it's like, you don't hear a lot now where I'm like, did you find them all? Or did you just realize that like uh, my buddy, he hunts or looks for through iron bog sites of like minerals from Vikings and all these types of old age steel. And he goes that the school doesn't want to fund this project because they might have pagan roots and nobody wants to acknowledge the pagan roots. And mm. I'm like, do you think that's like with us? Like maybe we don't want to know where we came from. Maybe a possibility of a giants or a type of beast that we might have hunted to extinction, much like the polar bear. You notice how you don't see any more commercials of them on Coke anymore. It's yeah. because <laughs> the fucking environment, people are getting too upset by it. So they took it off. It's like, do you think that might be what it is that maybe they're not telling us about this type of ancient history because we might've destroyed our own roots in a sense, or like the Dodo apparently went extinct from people hunting it to the end of extinction. And that's my fucking mascot. So I'm like, yeah, like I'm pro underdog, but I think maybe nobody talks about that. You don't learn that history because it's horrible. And the ones that they want to tell you are things that are going to get you mad at this country, like about Christopher Columbus or some shit, you know, like I, I'm starting to look at like something like a giant, maybe the reason why we don't have a whole lot of information that I've seen or the public doesn't have a whole lot of discourse on it is because maybe we killed those things or us building things caused their habitat to close down or some type of thing that happened over generations upon generations. Or maybe if they told people they would hate their government or hate us even more. 
Well, I, th- I think like, like with giants, mostly, I think that, uh, that was mostly covered up long ago. And I just think that, uh, at the time when, when this stuff was covered up, it was, it was more that it was, a an, an, an inconvenient thing to have. I mean, you gotta, it upsets the apple card. It, it upsets our understanding of, of history and all that. And it, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, uh, just just couldn't really be allowed you know it just opens up too much uh too much of a can of worms and you know you see it over and over in those old reports and and stories of these uh discoveries of giant bones where they were uh sent to the smithsonian and not just giant bones but uh, discoveries of, of pygmy bones and things like that uh, sent to the smithsonian and i'm not saying that the smithsonian is engaging in some kind of a cover-up now but i i do think that you know decades ago that they probably did just uh you know dispose of i i, I don't think that they even even have these uh, bones and things anymore I, I think that they probably just uh, disposed of them just just because of the um you know, it just upsets everything we know. I mean, you know, you, you can't just go rewriting history books, you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's a lot at stake. You know what a weird double standard is, is I've talked to a lot of archaeologists and anthropologists and they go, you cannot put your mindset that you have now in the time period of back then because we think differently. But then why can we use their time, their mindset from back then to our mindset now? It's like really weird. You can't go back, but you can sure as hell go forward. Yeah, that's kind of weird, isn't it? I because I, I, I started looking at it. I was like, well, if I was going to think if. I had, let's say power, for instance, power was written like wars and all this stuff was written down because it was seen as a sign of strength in a society. That's why everyone's like, oh, my God, it's all about wars. It's like because that's all they cared about writing down, um, which you can understand now, because in some aspects, if you want to seem strong, if you want to impress, you want to brag about all the things that you have, not the things that you don't. But we look at like, uh, let's say uh, maybe me and you are way back in like the cavemen days or something. We just killed something and we knew that was the last of that species. Bury it, make sure nobody finds it and then wipe our hands. Like we didn't do it. If I think that now they sure as fuck thought that back then, like there's, that's not out of the realm of possibility. I don't know why people don't think that's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think you got a point there. Yeah. Because, I mean, giants, for instance, you're telling me that they didn't hunt down all the giants or kill the giants for food or something like that and be like, well, look, man, we might come off as cannibals because they do look like us in a way. Maybe in a sense, we just hide these bodies. Well, I mean, in most of the most of the stories, or at least a great many of the stories, uh, you know, they they were hunted. But, you know, in, in, in a lot of the tales, the giants were actually hunting people and, and, you know, they would, they would take over these villages and eat all the food and, you know, just kind of like terrorize people. So, so they were hunted in that sense because, uh, you know, they were just so mean and nasty. So yeah, there, there were definitely, uh, a campaign and some of these myths to uh, get rid of the giants. And, and I mean, you see it, uh, you see it in the pages of the Bible, you know, Joshua and Caleb, um, you know, in the old Testament, they, they waged a war against the giants and, you know, drove them out of the land because, um, you know, the Israelis, uh, you know, couldn't, couldn't take over their promised land because it, it was full of these, uh, these giants and, and things like that. So, um, over and over in, in different stories, you, you see, um, you, you see these, uh, people going to war against giants. I see. That's weird that why, then why would the, there's be such a large amount of the religious community that doesn't want anything to do with that like there's a lot of rejection and when people have certain narratives that they like to like that they i guess believe in which i understand but i'm more of the realm of open thought like if yeah. anybody has an idea like my buddy's a flat earther i'm not but i'm yeah. more than happy to hear him out so i get to these concepts where i'm like on the academia site i could pull up thousands of articles about like things like flat earth hollow earth all these types of things people go it's religiously not right and i'm like why does your community have such a a disbelief of these types of things if you do believe in a creator if you do believe in a god you think that he would just stop at what we see here there's got to be more below the surface well i think in a lot of cases like uh you know if you're talking um 
people from a from a Christian persuasion that, uh, you know, a lot of your conservative Christians do believe in giants because, you know, because they are in the pages of the Bible. But then there's a lot of, of Christians that don't. And I think that, uh, you know, that that they take that approach because anything that's, uh, you know, that's in the pages that are are fantastic or, or hard to believe or something that you can't see with your very eyes, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll make excuses and things for the miracles in the Bible and, 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 and anything that, um, you know, that's, that's sort of hard to explain now. Oh, that's just, that's just figurative. That's just figurative. And so I think, you know, things like giants, they'll kind of, kind of write off, you know, because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's fantastic. You know, instead of, um, you know, looking for that kernel of truth in the stories, you know, you think maybe that the government's releasing a lot of this stuff is not, maybe it's a, an idea of religion is not as big as it used to be. Well, yeah, I, I think, I think definitely that's got a lot to do with it. And I, and, I mean, it's easier I, to spin a narrative if you want to trick people. Like we were saying, if we were thinking about yeah. like a deceiving type thing, it's easier to say that because now you don't have the religious community attacking you. Yeah. And, and, and that for real, uh, I think is a lot of the reason, you know, um, the government or, or at least elements within the government, you know, would not look into, uh, UFOs or, or things like that, because, um, there's a kind of a widespread belief. And this uh, again would be in the very, very, very conservative, conservative, uh, Christian community that things like, uh, UFOs and, uh, things like that are, um, demonic in nature. Um, and well, the aliens were depicted with black eyes. Yeah. And, and they were, um, so so that that's demonic in nature and um you know within the higher ranks of the military you know you have people uh you know coming from you know very conservative backgrounds you know all your all your generals you know seems like they all talk with a twang you know they're they're, they're from the bible belt uh things like that and you know there's a there's a very large um you know christian element you know within the in military and you know uh that's one reason that the you know, that the ufo issue or my understanding that that it uh, never was looked into as good as maybe it should have been because you know if this stuff is demonic in nature right um focusing on it uh looking into it paying attention to it it would kind of in in their minds be like opening open your opening a door right opening yourself up it's kind of like you know with with uh with demons things like that if you look at them they look at you you know um if, if that makes sense i, I know that sounds kind of like a weird weird tangent there that i'm, well, I'm that's going on. there was a giant particle accelerator that stretched over two and a half miles that they shut down in like 2014 because there was a fear that they would create black holes and yeah, I they, remember that. They've reopened it back up because they believe that there's other dimensions that they can open up one of these dimensions. So we've completely tossed <laughs> that demon narrative or opening up the wrong door yeah. out the window. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and I think I'm more talking like like kind of in the in the old, you know, like yeah, like in yeah. the in, in the older days. And and I mean, you've seen it just from the time I was a kid. Um, you know, everybody went to church when I was little, you know, now you know, a lot of people do, but it seems most people don't. I mean, I don't. Uh, well, that's what I'm <laughs> highlighting is that that perspective changed yeah. society. And it's not that in the grand scheme of society, that's not a big time gap. That's like yeah. a minute in, a, in, the, yeah. in the timeline of society. So I start to wonder, like, what's the next minute going to hold when I'm 60 or 70? I wonder what we're I hope we're not dead by then. Um, mostly cause I, I have a giant fear, not of global warming or any of that. I have a more of a giant fear that people are just going to destroy themselves. And I don't know when that starts, you know, it's going to get really yeah. weird when you, we, I would have never thought they put people in camps at no. all again no. and they did no. that in australia so you yeah. start wondering is like that ends up coming here that ends up everything always ends up trending somewhere else you know austria has just made it so if you're 12 and under and you haven't gotten vaccinated you have to stay home the only time you can ever leave is if you need to go to the grocery store or if you need yeah. to go for a walk well and i've read that uh, that that's actually getting uh, ramped up that uh, they're they're starting lockdowns for vaccinated people too you know just cuz the uh, i guess the upticks in the numbers and and that's something i i certainly never would have thought i would see 
and you know maybe maybe if it were like in the movies right the the, the movies that, that you watch where you know something gets loose you get it you know you start bleeding out your eyes and everything and you're dead three days later but i mean this is you know and, and i don't mean to minimize you know the the you know the people that was have sales gotten sick or you know but like like this is not that right i mean it, it's i mean even, even if you're um even if you're old uh you you're chances are you're, you're going to be okay if you do get this you, you know what i'm saying and it's just hard for me to believe that uh you know something as survivable as this has has, has led to what we're seeing but you know again it's it's all it's 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 i i don't know what the end game is here. well you think they would push a health game they don't do no that. no they, they're they're not they want you to stay inside order take out and watch netflix they, i mean they're they not used to, <laughs> they used to sell you a fat burning pill on tv now they gave up that whole narrative they're like fucking make them fat let's just have them be yeah. unhealthy as possible you need to go outside you need yeah, to move you, around you need to eat healthy sunshine yeah. fresh air it's it's not that hard i just think even if you add that one day a week anything it's a, there's a lot of people that just want to come home eat like shit and go to sleep and sadly i think that's because the world is a little bit tough and life is a little bit hard you have to work your ass off you're usually tired when you get home but i also think it's like even if you didn't have to work anymore and you just had all your bills paid what would you do with all your fucking free time there are a lot of people would get a lot worse shape you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah and yeah definitely and i think that kind of goes back to, uh, circles back to what we were talking about how you know how people have lost their desire to explore and 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 to be outside and you know if you if you got people that just you know just want to sit on the couch and you know watch netflix and and that that that's like all they do and and you know just order takeout and 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 you know engage in all this fear they're, they're very easy to control yeah i don't know i i have faith in the world but God damn it. If they don't test it at times, man, it man. makes it hard. Don't it? Yeah. I mean, I, overall, you know, I'm optimistic. I mean, I know I, I certainly don't sound that way with, with the things I've been saying, but you know, um, when, when you, it, when you get off social media, you, you know, you go outside, you travel around, you'll see that, you know, what you see on TV, what you see on Facebook, what you see on, you know, on Twitter, that's not real life. And, and, and that's the good thing, you know, like you get in, you get in, uh, on, on Twitter, you're either like in an echo chamber where everybody thinks like you do, or, or if you're like me, you got a lot of followers from, from different, uh, perspectives, you know, it seems like everybody's uh, screaming at each other and all that, but Twitter's not real life. And I think that's something important for uh, people to remember Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, that's not real life. It's like when I like to go to a store that actually has a manual door where I yeah. start walking up to it and someone opens it up for me. I'm like, Oh, thank God. See, it's not as horrible <laughs> as I saw on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, you, on on social media and and on the news things like that you just get the loudest people with the most extreme uh, view or point that they want to get across but uh you know people are people are basically good and you know things are never as bad as uh you know you can kind of get to thinking from you know watching the news or or hanging out on facebook couldn't agree more man Denver, you giving me enough of your time, brother, man. I really appreciate you doing my podcast yeah, again, man. Um, is yeah. there a place people can find you? Any of your links you want to say that so I can link it in the description? Yeah, uh, yeah my website, uh, denvermichaels.net. I, uh, I post uh, usually one to two blog posts a week. And uh, if anybody wants to check out my books, uh, just go to Amazon. Uh, look me up on Amazon. All my books are there. I'll make sure I link it on the description. Uh, is there anything you want to say before we wrap up the show? no nah, man i'm i'm good just uh hope everybody's uh nice to each other how about that <laughs> i like that walk outside get some fresh air yeah it'll, there it'll you go you exactly up. yeah yeah get some sunshine fresh air and uh it's all good man